Hey, what's up? This is your girl Nala right here in the den on Power 904. Listen, some people know me as a host, a publicist, a promoter, or even the girl who pops up as a friend on your social media timeline. But at the end of the day, I am really a girl on a mission to help you grow and expand your brand just as I did mine. I never said I had all the answers, but I will go out of my way to help make your brand be exposed as big as mine. My goal isn't to be famous. My goal is to reach, build, and expand with you. Don't play with me. This is Eddie Deuce. I'm in the den with Nala on Power 904. What's up, you guys? This is your girl, Nala, and we are right here in the den, yes, again, on Power 904 with your favorite host. And I'm sitting here with a friend today by the name of... Eddie Deuce is in the building. Eddie Deuce. Eddie Deuce. Okay, okay. everybody? How y'all doing? That's what's up. So tell me a little bit about Mr. Eddie. Like, what we do, who we are, where we from. <laughs> I'm a music producer. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm a music producer, artist, um, based in New York right now. Um, originally from Florida slash Maryland. And, um, yeah, so, you know, I'm just here, you know, making music, making art, making great things, you know what I mean? Making magic. Okay, so how long you been doing the music producing? Oh, man, um, since right after high school, I was about 17 years old. I was when it first uh, took my heart, I guess you will. I like that, because that was going to be my next question. It took your heart. It, it, it captured you in. So what was the, so passionate about it? Like, what kept you going all these years throughout the, especially with everything going on? <laughs> yeah, you know, um, I love it. That's, that's really it. You know, when, you, when you're blessed to uh, find that you, you know, have a talent or a gift in a certain area, um, you know, it, it sells itself sometimes, you know, so... Once I first started and I realized that, you know, it was in me, I just kept going with it, you know? So I feel like a lot of people can, we all go to work and do whatever we want to do and have miserable days. So if I'm going to have any miserable days, it's going to be doing something I want to do yeah. that I'm good at, you know? <laughs> That's what I be saying. I have a lot of people, you know, like we go through stuff personally. We still have to do our media. We still, they be like, how do you keep that smile on your face? I'm like, because I love what I do. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's the most important part because it's so much darkness. There's so many negative days. The only thing that gets you through it is, is the love for it, you know? Right. Right. So how do you feel about mental health? I mean, it, it's it's everything, you know. It's everything. Um, you can't do anything, you know. It, when it, you know, on the on a, on a basic level, any of us who ever broken up with our girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, we know how hard them days are at work. After the next day and the next week, and you know, you know how that feels. You know, if your brain ain't in it, you know, what I mean, you really you can't do nothing else. You know, your heart could be great, but if your brain dead, you know. Ain't your body not moving. You ain't going to get that same outcome. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that energy travels with you. So how do you balance that, your personal life, your mental health, and dealing with producing? Like, how do you balance all of that throughout your days? Um, I mean, it's a, 
for me, it's really about, you know, what, what you ingest, you know, physically and mentally, you know, the type of things you watch and type of people you're around. Um, you know, me personally, you know, I spend a lot of my time watching, you know, black guys who've been successful in life, specifically black guys who've been successful in life and for them talking about their journeys and their purpose and the things that they've been through with their families and, and things. And that's what keeps you when you realize you're not the only person in the world that deals with certain things, it adds a level of, of comfort to know that people have gotten through it. You know what I mean? So it's really, for me, I just, I just watch powerful, specifically black men talk about black men problems, you know what I mean? And, and how they got over them, you know? That's deep. That's deep. So let's talk about the music world, the producing world. So who is Mr. Deuce behind this, you know, cage in this little studio producing? Like, give me a life or a walkthrough of Mr. Deuce in the in the studio. <laughs> a walkthrough of me in the studio. Um, you know, I guess you might have to be there, man, because if you ask any artist, you know, what that studio session is like, it's, it's uh, for a lot of people, it's very private. Um, for a lot of people, you know, for me, I wouldn't say it's overly private, but there's the way I am in the studio isn't the way I am outside of it, you know, because when you're trying to connect with God, which is truly what you're doing when you're making music, when you're conceptualizing art from here and here and trying to get it to here, to here, creativity right and getting it from your mind to your fingertips to the people that's a journey you know it's a it's it's really like a spiritual journey because you're, you're conceptualizing you know the the way you maintain that connection for everybody is different so in the studio um all i can say is you know you see me jumping around you see me being loud and or you can see me soft you can see me staring at the wall you know what I mean? It really, it's really, it's a case by case thing. You know, you might have to light some candles in the studio, you know, you might have a bunch of people sometimes, you might have nobody sometimes. Um, so for me, I'm just, uh, I allowed, I allowed the music to, to tell me where I'm going, you know, and I follow that. That's crazy. So my next question for you with that is, what has been the most challenging song or the most challenging beat that you have produced in the last six months? Um, I don't know if there's a challenging song or a, or a specific beat, but my last album took like two years to, to make. Um, it's fine. So I'm a, obviously I'm a producer, as I said, and my album is like a production album. So I, I gather artists um, of all levels and I craft these songs myself. You know what I mean? I reach out to artists, get verses, get co-producers, get instrumentalists, you know what I mean? Get, you know, guitars or whatever the case is. Um, if that was just me doing it for me, let's say I was a rapper, it would may not be as challenging, but as a producer, there's... Uh, there's so many different people involved, so many different factors involved that it does take time to craft it the way you want to do it. 
I don't I don't have a reason to rush. I believe in my music. I believe in what I do. So I don't have any reason to like make something and be like, yo, I gotta put it out tomorrow. I don't I don't think or work like that. Okay. You know? So uh, my last my last project, it took two years because you know, you want to create something new, something different. Um and truthfully on the East Coast, um, there's not a lot of producers that really push it, that really push sound. You know, like when you look think about excuse me, think about you know, Atlanta and Miami and LA, they have producers there that are really pushing sound. They're not stuck in a certain way of thinking. And New York is kind of missing that a little bit. You know, New York, even the East Coast, Philly, it's missing the um it's missing just that 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 inherent thing to push it, to go further, to do something dope and different. You know, so I feel like that's that's what I that's what I bring to the table, you know. Okay. So you talked about some of those challenging moments seem like from the mm -hmm. East Coast and the and New York. What if you could change one thing or maybe two things right now that's going on in the producing world, what would it be and why would you change those things? Mm. Interesting. That's a good question. Um you know, one thing I would love to see is I would love to see uh, more business people, managers and stuff, developing producers. You know, artists, as, as big as artists are, um, the people that produce for these artists um, really create the platform for them. Sorry, New York is loud. I know you hear that beeping back there. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, managers and stuff that believe in producers, you know, I always tell people, um, DMX probably sold 80 million, 90 million records um, worldwide, which is incredible. Swiss Beats probably sold 800 million records. You know, you see how huge that different that distance is. As one of the biggest rappers in the world, he only made 10% of the money of his producer because his producer is producing for him and the person next to him and the other people and everybody around them. So there's opportunity for growth. You know, Steve Stout, you know, when Steve Stout first got, you know, his his big checks, he invested in the Trackmasters, who did all the Nori, you know, R. Kelly, Jay-Z, Best of Both Worlds, all that stuff. He made more money off of that than those artists did off of that music you understand what i'm saying so it's like i think the business people are missing out on respecting producers especially the ones that they can develop into like to greatness you know a lot of the producers that we look up to had a chance to get good like somebody saw that they had a certain ear and a certain way of thinking and gave them a place to practice and get better and find their sounds. These days, they'll allow rappers to do that. They don't allow producers to do that anymore. So you got to become, you got to come ready all the time, which I think is kind of like a, not that great. So definitely think that more business people investing in the development of producers is important. And um, you said another thing, um, I think just the power of collaboration. A lot of producers don't understand the power of collaboration. 
Uh, even me, when I was younger, I was very selfish. Like, hey, yo, I got to make the whole beat. I got to do this. I got to do the whole thing. I want all of it. And as you as you work harder and you work more, you realize that that's just not it's just not how it works. If you want your output to be consistent. If you want your sound to be consistent, if you want the things that you're making to be just as good the first time as the last time, it takes it takes some other people a lot of the time. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. Deep. Love it. Okay. So we have a wild card moment here, right here in the den. I always okay. pull my wild card. So your next two questions will be wild card. Okay. Okay. So the first one is a school me type thing. Um, I want you to school us on what's the difference between an actual producer and the engineer. So <clears throat> the, the producer, in my opinion, is uh, is the conceptualizer of the sound. You know, when you get in the studio with Pharrell and all these guys, myself or anybody else, if you're a forward-thinking artist, you're looking for something new. You're looking for something special. You know what I mean? The producer is the person to ask you questions and to really probe your mind and, and your heart to find the creative juice for them to create the, 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 the landscape for the artist to do what they got to do, to create the canvas. That's the best way to describe it. The engineer is the person who cleans that up. Once the conceptualizing happens, once the art and once the the creative process um, kind of, you know, takes its course, the engineer is the person that makes sure that it it's it is it is uh, sonically digestible, that it can be heard the right way. You know, a lot of people don't, I would say most people don't understand, you know, these cables and these cords and these speakers and all these things, but there is a uh, connection to the technology, to the cables and all this stuff, to the spirituality. Wow. Because the, the connection with the cables and how sound moves you know, um, electronically, electrically, whatever the, whatever you would to say, how it moves through that will determine how clear it comes out the speakers. So if you can't hear all the pieces that the the person with the idea was trying to bring out, then the idea will fall short of of the intended, you know, place where it was supposed to go. Wow. The, so the engineer is the person that makes sure that once it gets through all these cables and speakers, when it gets to your ears, that it's pristine, that it is the way that it was intended to be heard, you know? So, you know? I heard something from you today. <laughs> <laughs> that's deep, that's deep. Never thought about it like that, but it's all a big two-step process. So right. it goes through the producer first and then straight to the engineer for cleaning up. Right. A lot of times that process is simultaneous, you know, if you have great synergy, if you work great together, um, all this stuff is happening at once. We're in the studio while we're over here singing and yelling and doing all these things. A real in-tune engineer knows how to 
to to run at pace with the creativity, you know, and that's the beautiful thing when it works. Yes, it is. Music. <laughs> okay, so the second question is a fun question, but a thoughtful question. You are the producer mm -hmm. in this whole situation. Name a couple people that you would like to work with behind the scenes and the artists that you would like to see on the other side if you had to put together a whole ideal studio session. Hmm. When you say behind the scenes, do you mean creatively or like an executive? Oh, you, you're on the creative side, but then you okay. got your artists on this side. Okay. So let behind the scenes, if I could work with any producer, with anybody, be in the studio with anybody, it would be Polo to Don. Um, Polo to Don did uh, Throw Some D's, Promise for Rihanna. I mean, excuse me, excuse me. Promise for Sierra. I can't believe I said that. Promise for Sierra, Throw Some D's. <laughs> now, it's one of my favorite songs you know what i mean and there's so many other songs that he's done that people don't know he, he he put a lot of effort into creating new sounds you know already taken um trey songs you know what i mean he did that you know what i mean there's there's so many um what's the song fabulous uh ludicrous and um the girl from uh black eyed peas fabulous fabulous life whatever the case is he did that you know but he he understands um hard hitting hip-hop music and he also understands r&b soft he can make the hardest song and the softest song like promise from sierra and throw some d's from rich boy were out within the same yeah. 365 days so he had the hardest song of the summer and the softest song of the summer almost at the same time that's the kind of producer I am, you know what I mean? As far as an artist is concerned, if I could work with any artist, um, hmm, I would say Missy's definitely up there. Missy's definitely up there. Um, I would love to work with Eric Bellinger. I think he's really dope. He's consistent, you know what I mean? Um, J Electronica, that would be that would be dope. You know what I mean to to really craft something meaningful. Um, yeah, I could probably I could probably leave it right there. Like I would love to work with like Jay and Nas and all of these people, but as far as my personal preference, oh Ludacris. So Ludacris, J Electronica, Missy, and um, that's Eric crazy already. Yeah. So you got the soft side and you got the hip hop really going. Yeah, and even my hip hop, my 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 hip hop music, still has a very melodic sense to it. There's still like a an R and B. There's still a heart. There's still a heart thing in every dang hip hop I I make. You know, you ever you ever you ever heard um Beanie Siegel feel it in the air, you know, and that whole album. You know, what I mean that whole Beanie Beanie's a great example of somebody who raps deeply, thoughtfully, and hard. And raps over music. He raps over real melodic hip hop. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Shout out to Beans. I would love to work with him too. Yay, your flip side, <laughs> but real. <laughs> okay, okay. So we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up. But my last big question for you is hip hop. What is 
hip hop to you today versus what hip hop was like in the eighties, nineties. How do you feel about that today? <laughs> um, first of all, I feel like hip hop is is extremely diluted. I don't think people today even know what hip hop is. This that's just the truth of it. Um, hip hop is not rap. Rap is a part of hip hop. And when we categorize hip hop as rap, um, it dilutes the real agenda, the real purpose, the real foundational meaning of what hip hop is. So all I can say is, you know, in the 80s and 90s, hip hop was something that was birthed out of poverty, birthed out of not having opportunity. Um, and I think once it left the 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 original you know places like new york um and even in la too la and new york if you, if you want the real science of it la and new york are the most expensive cities in america so when you look at people in these places that say hip-hop saved my life it's a very very real thing for them when you look at other places and it's not to downplay anybody else but when you look at like the south and stuff you know, the bills in the South ain't as high. So, like, there's not, like, this fight to kill, this fight for, like, bro, we have to figure this out or die. You know what I mean? It's it's not the same. And I feel like as hip-hop moved out of these more expensive places, other people just saw it as a bag. It wasn't like a, we need to create a way out. It was more like, this is a way that these dudes is getting money. Let's just go make it these things and get money. So there's no like real foundation or purpose behind it. So I think today hip hop, hip hop, to be honest with you, in today's rap, it doesn't really exist. Truthfully, in my opinion, like, a lot of people would be mad at me probably for saying that, but I think people don't understand hip hop the way it was intended, you know? So I don't know. I think hip hop is in a is in an interesting place. Rap, rap is is rap. Rap is in a good place. You know, right. I mean, rap is rap. But hip hop culturally, um, there's a lot of unity. You know, it's hip hop 50 this year. There's a lot of different dope things going on. A lot of the OGs. Hip hop just started in the 80s, so we're just now seeing hip hop grow up. For the first, every other music genre in the world has been around. We've seen it. This is we're literally watching the people who made hip-hop become 50 and 60 years old that's pretty powerful you know that is real powerful yeah so who knows where it goes next but it's an interesting place for sure and i'm glad you shared that with us i am one of those people who did not understand hip-hop i <laughs> am from the south and um i have a my best friend she normally listens like she makes mixes sometimes and she'll throw some hip hop in there, real, mm -hmm. real hip hop. And I'm yeah. like, put this in there, you know, don't mess <laughs> up my vibe. But then, you know, I have to, you know, I had to share my heart with her. Like, I don't really, I don't think I like up north music, you know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I, listen, I, understand, I understand that. I understand that because when it, when it came to the South, it was more about the hitting. But when it first started, these people were telling real stories, you know, like when you hear, you know, dudes say broken glass everywhere, you know, that's an, a very old song. But the beat is like upbeat and, and hanging out. But he's talking about broken glass everywhere in in New York, like 
fucked up things. Real stuff. Yeah, real bad <laughs> things. So I would say this for people like you, if any of us, you know, any of us who we all been to school, college, wherever you went, you've gone to classes where you had to watch movies and you had to listen to things that you didn't want to listen to that you didn't really understand. And I would venture to say, as you got older, you you start to realize why, why you watched it. You know, when I went to school, it's like, why are we doing this? And then you get 25, 30 years old and you're like, oh man, that was, that was some, you know, real serious. Now I get it. I understand what that was. Right. So you have to, in my opinion, if it matters to you, you know, listen to the legendary things and try to listen to it. Try. I mean, all the lyrics are out there. Genius and all these other platforms, the lyrics are written down. You can read it as you listen to it. You can scholastically, you know, college you know, you can you can pay attention to it in a I way. I think she does it on purpose to me to make me listen to it. Like she will, it'll be this tight mix, and then she'll just throw in this hip hop beat, and I'll be like, "Where and are you then, from?" Like it's growing on me now. Like the past year and a half or so, it's starting to grow on me because now I'm actually starting to understand what real hip hop was. Like I've never really heard real hip hop, so it never really. Mm-hmm. Where are you but from? now I'm like, oh, now, okay, let's go back to breaking a little bit. So this is where it all begins. <laughs> <laughs> you from Florida? No, I'm from Georgia. Okay, dope. And your friend is from New York? Florida. Okay, she's from Florida. Right, but she's in the DJ world. So she's gotcha. used to listening to the different types of music and beats. And she's also been an A&R. So she mm-hmm. understands what, and, and then I'm just like, how can y'all listen to this? But now, you know, that I've been more involved with a lot of more artists and craving for interviews from the or, up north people to put me in the mix. Because really, like you said, the people in the South really don't really understand what's really going on. All we used to doing is twerking and jumping and, you know. Mm-hmm. So do you know about from. the blackouts? Do you know about the blackouts in New York and DJs and turntables and stuff? You know, we, the blackouts, when it happened, that's where all these people from looting got DJ turntables. This equipment is stuff that in the 80s, black people couldn't afford. Like, you're not spending thousands of dollars on turntables and stuff. When a blackout happened in New York, there was so much looting. So all these people came back with DJ equipment. We don't money for guitars and for, you know, just do, all I can say is, you know, the, the blackouts, when you you know why a lot of black young black people don't play hockey and all these things? Because there's a lot of equipment, expensive <laughs> equipment. We play basketball, we play soccer, we play stuff that you don't need equipment for. So just those people yeah. who created hip hop, they couldn't afford guitars and drum sets and all this stuff. So they basically stole turntables and figured out how to make sounds with it. So when they made songs with it, in their mind, they're like, bro, we just like took a bunch of breaks from different songs in the world and we rapped over them. And we have money now by doing that. You know what I mean? It's That's a, a whole study. That's like a black history project. Like, oh, it is. It's serious. It's serious. But other places like the South, they didn't have to really like fight for the right to create it you know what i'm saying like they do have to in the south you definitely got to fight to promote it and be a rapper because it's much more of a conservative uh area 
But as far as the dudes who created hip hop, you know, it was just a time in life, you know, that it was just a different time. It was just a lot of crazy shit going on. And they fought to make it. So shout out to shout out to those guys. Wow. Man. wow. So that's one of my dreams. Um, since I'm learning and starting to have a heart of the hip hop. Later on down the road, my my goal is to bring the up north artists to to have a showcase with the down south artists, just to see the blends of different music and have different sounds in the room as we go throughout the night. Like I think that's just something big and huge when it comes to to music. Like it's more than what we see in the south. Like if we even play a hip-hop song it kind of changes the vibe if you don't understand the where it came from and you will see people either leave or go stand on the wall or you will see like it, they re, it's just not that type of thing but I feel like if you understood where it came from then you would yeah. appreciate it more than just walk yeah, away you just throw it to the side like why are you playing that like I, like I was doing like why why, why is she putting this here <laughs> But this is the thing. This is the thing. The truth is, though, today, today, New York is not even really pushing the sounds, uh, sonically pushing new things. If you if you ride around outside right now, I'm in the Bronx right now. You ride around the Bronx, it's Southern music and West Coast music being played. New York, New York producers, and this brings the conversation full circle. New York producers are not pushing the sound, taking what we know. If you listen to Atlanta music, they take the elements of the great Atlanta sound, like Jermaine Dupree and Lil John and these dudes from back in the day, all the old, um, you know, they're taking Three Six Mafia music. They're taking all this old stuff and they're using the traditional Southern sounds, but they're pushing it. They're pushing it somewhere else. They're taking it and pushing it. The producers in New York and the East Coast are basically just trying to recreate the past as opposed to taking the past and pushing it. You know what I mean? That's, to me, that's where I come into play because I've always been a fan of East Coast music. You know what I mean? Like my family, I'm a Trini, my family Trinidadians from like, from, from Brooklyn. You know what I mean? I've always been, you know, about the music. It's just that, excuse me, production-wise, like niggas in Paris. A West Coast, look, check, check this out. Hit Boy has gave Nas his first Grammy, and he has one of Jay-Z's biggest songs ever, and niggas in Paris with Kanye. I think, it's, if I'm not mistaken, it's a top five selling song that he's ever made yeah. in his career. Why is it California? And I love Hit Boy, so I'm not saying anything about Hit Boy. But why is a California producer have Nas's first Grammy? Why does a California producer have potentially Jay-Z's biggest song? With Kanye. Kanye's from Chicago. Why do these, why do the biggest New York artists, why is their biggest songs made by somebody that's not from the East Coast? That's not the that's same, true. that's not the case with Snoop. That's not the case with Jeezy. That's not the case with Rick Ross. All of these dudes' biggest songs come from somebody from where they're from but not New York because New Yorkers are so stuck on being like authentic like boom bappity which I understand 
but they're not pushing the sound. J. Cole and Kendrick, they make boom bap, but they push it so far. And that's they don't have New York producers working on none of this shit. That says like a lot, you know, and people, and I'm in New York, so if anybody in New York sees this later on, you know, they got an issue, holla at me. But <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I'm this is like a fact. I'm not I'm not saying anything that's like I'm I'm literally analyzing the landscape of the music, and that is the truth. So I'm here to bring that. I'm here to take this East Coast hip hop and turn it, you know, make it the way it's supposed to be. You know what I mean? That's just it, man. And we stand behind you with that, Mr. Deuce. We stand behind you, and we need a part two with you coming up later on. As we grow, and I'm learning more about the hip-hop, there will be a part two. So just be looking out. For sure. I'm, 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 about to come, up. I'm about to come to Atlanta to, to do part two. Okay, okay, okay. That's what's <laughs> up. All right, you guys. Thank you guys for tuning in with us right here in the den. Power 904 with your boy, Eddie. Deuce. Don't forget the name. Remember the face. You're going to see more of them. Appreciate you, Nala. Eddie Deuce on all platforms. Holla. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Hey, everybody. It's your girl, Nala, right here from Nala's Den. And you're riding out to the 10-Minute Indie Spotlight Show right here on Power 904. Don't play with me. Teasy on the track, boy. Frank, boy, Frank, boy. Teasy. Teasy. Um, but, oh. I live a different life. I get a, I get a different price. I, get a different I make, price. I make a different check. I, I spend it, I spend it twice as nice. Yeah, ho. We not the same. We not the same. We not the same. Yeah, ho. We not the same. We not the same. We not the same. I live a different life. I get a different price. Man, who we got the drip? Look like it's dipping nice. I be the different type, that mean we not the same I like to feed my dogs, you like to let them hang We had a different clean, mine had the rocks in it Yours are like yours like baking soda, just as bad when they shot with you Double off a quarter for filling order, mess up your sack for your real Post some pictures of pistols on Instagram, so tell me how you still got beat up Sipping margaritas on the beach with creatures, and it got me touching their features Making the movie, your girl's the feature, I be the student and she was the teacher I got a gagging on these nuts, when I hear from the back, she like ease up. The way that I touch you, you think I'm a pastor. The way that she's screaming out Jesus. I live a different life. I get a, I get a different price. I make a, I make a different check. I spend it, I spend it twice as nice. Spend it. Yeah, ho. We not the same. We not the same. We not the same. Yeah, ho. We not the same. We not the same. We not the same. Yeah, ho. I live a different life. I get a, I get a different price. I make a, I make a different check. I spend it, I spend it twice as nice. Yeah, ho. We not the same. We not the same. We not the same. Yeah, ho. We not the same. We not the same. We not the same. Yeah, we like to put a word. You like to stand around, you sold a couple grams, we sold a lot of pounds Started with the pressure, made you have to catch it, what I'm spitting here is a must hurt While I'm moving all this custard, getting money, fuck a buster Ooh, I'm with your man, they ain't chillin', poolside baggage, my chain ain't chillin' Homegirl a rat, no she can't hang with me, she ran through the crew, brought the gang gang with me No, you did not come up from poverty, you really grew up in a nice house You made a whole lot of bad decisions, trying to figure what the fuck this life about Now you a goddamn rapper, ain't make a play with a goddamn trapper Say you gon' ride till the wheels fall off Hear a couple bang bang now teeth start chattering We come from a different cloth Yo stitching is bitch made Your focus is getting pussy My focus is getting paid I 
live a different life. I get a, I get a different price. I make a, I make a different check. I spend it, I spend it twice as nice. Yeah, ho, we not the same. We not the same. We not the same. Yeah, ho, we not the same. We not the same. We not the same. I get a different price. I make a, I make a different check. I spend it, I spend it twice as nice. Yeah, ho, we not the same. We not the same. We not the same. Yeah, ho, we not the same. We not the same. We not the same. You are currently in the den. Wonder when I see you again. Ay. Funny how quickly things can change. We gotta lock away. We gotta stay away. Now I'm here messed up like I'm here to save the day. I know you heard the word. They trying to flatten curves while I'm just trying to come over and relax in yours. Ay. But now I know that's not cool Right now we only see each other virtual No school But now I'm trying to learn you If that's okay, if that's right And if I see you one day That'll be the night of my life We take flights Or maybe we can go somewhere outside I do not care As long as you're right here by my side Away, ay, away, ay, away, ay, away Until I get to see you Away, ay, away, ay, away, ay this thing can't keep us apart forever, no This thing can't keep us apart forever, uh-uh This thing can't keep us apart forever, no This thing can't keep us apart, ay, ay Thinking about you like a kid on Christmas Day My present and future We laying back watching movies like Ay, 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 what you doing that Friday? When this is all over with you on my shoulder Like, please, please tell me where are we going? All that I know is I can't get you off my mind you are all that I need today mm, But now we cannot be together uh, For you I travel through the worst weather I don't know what to say about it But baby, hold up, I don't know, maybe it'll get too crowded With all these, with all these, with all these, with all these emotions floating around the air But then I go look around and I don't care So I put this mask off, hug and kiss you Cause you know, baby girl, I do miss you Away, aye, but away, aye, but away, aye, but away Until I get to kiss you, but away, aye, but away Ay, but why, ay, I just can't wait to hug you, but why, ay, but why, ay, but why, ay, until I get to love you, but why, ay, but why, ay, but why, ay, until I get to see you, but why, ay, but why, ay, but why, ay, until I get to see you, but why, ay, but why, ay, but why, ay, but why. This thing can't keep us apart forever, no This thing can't keep us apart forever, uh-uh This thing can't keep us apart forever, no This thing can't keep us apart, ay, ay This thing can't keep us apart forever, no This thing can't keep us apart forever, uh-uh This thing can't keep us apart forever, no This thing can't keep us apart, no, no
can't get you off my mind. You are all that I need today. Now that's dope. This shit the reason I breathe, I do this for niggas relating to what I'm saying This shit the reason I lead is serious to 
to me It's never a joke when it come down to freedom I see it, I put on fatigues and go to war with everybody Flipping their pocket, I need their dollars Nigga, all profit, pray to God got me coming hard body Summer rain on a nigga called Thomas Bring the pain when I started, I ain't stopping Change the game, tell my nigga that I got him, yeah Coronas and grenadine I sip and I sip, reminisce, hear the applause when I spit Cause my flow is mean I'm thinking about all of the shit that they told to me These crackers feel our elevation Try to kill our culture, then they demonize self-preservation The shit that we facing No other race can survive They panics and slave ships, they know the language Took all the men from the tribe We fought and they hanged us, calling us heinous Treated like we on and dangerous Followed in our own neighborhoods Cops called by the neighbors Dirty say the shit ain't racist They try to degrade us Nigga, we made us That's why you hate us, fuck all your favors Did everything to break us Welfare, not a family breakup Then it's hundred to one Longer time for cracking coke like it's different or something Our people addicted get sent to a prison White people addicted addiction reform Through all the affliction, we weather the storm Penalty different when your skin is rich with melanin Prison system ain't no rehabilitation Who gon' hire you when you got a felony? No, you don't, but then that shit you peddling Know your pedigree Know that greatness in you, you don't use it, then you settling And our culture is the evidence for what they telling you Coronas and Grenadine I sip and I sip, reminisce, get applause and I spit cause my flow is me I'm thinking about all of the shit that they told to me These crackers feel our elevation Try to kill our culture, then they demonize self-preservation These crackers feel our elevation Try to kill our culture, then they demonize self-preservation Everybody, it's your girl Nala right here from Nala's Den, and you're riding out to the 10-minute indie spotlight show right here on Power 904. Don't play with me.